Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ, Season 6, Episode number 32. Today, I'm going to be discussing three types of skill sessions. Now, this is really important because there has been sort of like a, a lack of knowledge when it comes to this. So I've been sharing this information with some college players that's thinking about getting into coaching. I've been sharing this with some parents. Um, so it's it's important to know because you got to know what you're getting into, right? When, you, when you're getting ready to work with a skill development trainer or, or a coach, you have to know what you're getting into and you have to know what you're looking at. Because if you don't know what you're looking at, then you may think you're getting one thing when you could be getting something else. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to try not to keep this too long. I'm going to try to get in and get out. Uh, but I know sometimes I get to talking and the episodes go on a little bit longer than, than I originally planned. But before we get into that, I want to welcome everybody. I want to thank you all for taking the time to, you know, to to stop and just listen to my show. So whether you are cleaning out your garage or in your car and you're driving somewhere, um, I'm really appreciative of everybody that listens to my podcast. I I, I really do. Um, I really am thankful for that because I know there are a lot of basketball podcasts uh, out there. And for you to listen to mine, it means a lot. So I appreciate that. Um, and this is your first time. Welcome. Um, the Skill Development Playbook Podcast is the first. And I, I'm still going to go out on a limb and say the only podcast that only focuses on skill development. There are some other podcasts that discuss skill development, but they don't do it on a weekly basis. They don't do it on a consistent basis. They may talk skill development one week. Next week, they're talking offense. Next week, they're talking you know something on defense. But we're talking skill development. So every episode that we, that we have is geared towards skill development. So however you found our show, whether it's through Google or whether you stumbled upon it or whether it was suggested to you, I appreciate you listening. Um, and what I ask everyone to do is share my episodes. Um, you know, I'm trying to grow it as much as possible. So if, if you're listening to me, whether you're on, you know, Google Play, whether you're on uh, Spotify, you know, share it with your inner circle, share it with your coaches, put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram, you know, uh, put it on Facebook, wherever you can, let people know about the about the podcast. And also, what also help is to give me a five-star rating. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, give me a five-star rating. And uh, I truly, truly, truly appreciate that. All right. So let's jump right in this thing. Again, like I said from the beginning or from the top of the show, it's important to know the different types of training sessions. So as a player, you know what you are getting. Now, there are three different sessions, three different types of training sessions, and there's room for all three of them. Okay, there's room for all three of them. But you have to know what you're getting because you have to be able to determine if what you're getting is going to help you reach your goal. Okay, so you have to understand and know if what you're getting is going to help you reach your goal. In order to know what you're getting, you have to be educated on the three different types of training sessions, which I'm going to share with you today. And then you have to know what you're looking at. 
What does these three different sessions look like? What do they entail? What do they focus on? Um, what are some of the pros? What are some of the cons? Uh, so it's important so you can reach your destination, whatever your goal is, whatever you're trying to improve. And every player is different. And there are going to be some players that's going to want just one of these sessions. There are going to be some players that need two of these sessions. There are going to be some that need all three of them. Okay? So it's it's to help you get better. But, you know, when you're laying, when you're laying out a plan, and, and when I get into these and, and start telling you this, um, when you're laying out a plan, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is going to be easier because now I know what these sessions look like. So if you're a parent and you're trying to find somebody to work with your kid and someone say, hey, so-and-so trainer, they train, you know, on Tuesday nights. And you go over there and you look, you know what you're looking at. And then you can think, okay, is this what my kid needs or my son or daughter need or do they need something different? Because what you don't want to do, like, again, you don't want to be expecting one thing not knowing what you're looking at, and you get something different. And then by the time you realize it's not what you need or not what you wanted, too much time is gone, right? You start this in June, now it's August, and you've wasted the summer, okay? So that's really, really, really important. All right. Um. One more little little inf- tidbit of information before we jump in there. Now, there are trainers and coaches that specialize in each one of them. And then there are those that can do all three. Okay? So, I want you to understand that be- because you'll have some trainers that's just, they're going to they gonna specialize in this. This is what they're going to do. And so you will know, hey, I go to this trainer for this. I go to this trainer for this. And then I go to this trainer for this. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as, you, again, as long as you know what you're getting into. Um, and also, one is not necessarily better than the other. But it's, again, it's good to know what you're, what you're doing. So you have to know its place. All right. So let's get on into this. Number one, again, this is three different types of training sessions or three different types of skill skill sessions. Um, Number one is just a plain old workout session, okay? If you've been following me for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about the difference between a training session, which I've, I've really stopped using that term and use more of development, but... Um, the difference between a training session or a development session and a workout session. Now, I used to be totally against workout sessions. And then I realized that there is a place for it. But again, you have to know what you're getting. In my opinion, I haven't done a case study. I don't have any scientific proof. Majority of the trainers that are out there today, they do these type of sessions. They do a workout session. Again, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm not saying that you won't get any better. If you're, if you're a kid and you're going to the gym and you're doing some type of ball handling, shooting, footwork, you're going to see some type of improvement. 
Okay. You're going to see some type of improvement. Um, so, but we'll, we'll get into that in just a minute. So, what is a workout session? Okay. Um, they're typically used in groups. Okay. Not necessarily in a one-on-one session, but they're typically used in groups. And there's not as much detail in the teaching. Right. There's there's not a whole lot of detailed teaching. Um, you have th- there's more direction versus instruction. So here's what I mean by direction over instruction. Direction is going to be sprint from the corner to the wing, catch, dribble to the elbow, change direction, finish it with a euro step. Okay, that would be the direction. That's what they're telling. That's what you're telling your group of players to do. And they'll run to the wing, they'll catch, they'll dribble to the elbow, they'll change direction, they'll finish with a Euro step. Now, when I say there's no detailed instruction or teaching, then the coach is not going to tell the players about how their hands should be when they're catching the ball how they should drop their hips, how they should play low, right? They're not going to talk to them about their first step. They're not going to talk to them about, you know, their balance. Now, turning their hips when they change directions, changing speeds on their euro, when to finish with the right hand versus the left hand, when to finish palm down versus palm up. When to finish over your head, out in front of you, or outside of your body. They're not going to necessarily give you those detailed instructions. They are just going to give you the directions on how to perform this drill. So ultimately, you're learning how to master the drill and not necessarily the skill or the technique. So think about this. You ever think about um, the player that does really good in skill sessions, but they don't do so well in games? This could be one of those reasons. Now, I've been doing skill development for nearly 20 years. I know y'all have heard me like, man, we know you've been doing skill development for 20 years. You say that every episode. (laughs) But I say that to preference my point. My point in saying it is with me doing it for as long as I have, I can watch a player, and I've gotten pretty good at this, I can watch a player play, and I can tell what type of skill to, skill sessions that they do based on how they play. So just from looking at them, or a parent can tell me, hey, my kid goes to a training, but it's not carrying over to the game. I had a conversation with someone about that the other day. And I said, do they do a lot of one-on-one training? One on, you know, just them and the coach. They say, yeah. I said, do they do a lot of dribbling stationary and dribbling through cones? They say, yeah. I said, do they do a lot of shooting? You know, where they're just standing in one spot catching and shooting? They say, yeah. I said, yeah. You're gonna see some improvement, but that's not necessarily gonna carry over to the game, especially if they're not going outside of practice and just playing pickup ball with friends. So. There, there has to be a change. 
And so I gave them some information on that. So that's typically a workout session, okay? There's not a whole lot of instruction. It's more of direction. Do this, do this, do this. Let's move on. Okay, now, again, that doesn't mean that it's bad, but it all depends on the situation and the kids you're dealing with and what you're trying to accomplish. As a coach, then as a player, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I trying to accomplish? So with your workout session, stay focused a lot on the sweat, you know, and working hard. Oh, man, I worked them out hard today. Look at him. He he on the ground. He about to throw up, you know, those type of things. Um, now, they will focus on some basketball concepts, you know, pick and roll, shooting off screens, transition play, playing off the post. Um, but, again, it's not a lot of correction, not a lot of feedback. There's no goal or direction for the players, meaning I got a group of players in here. There's three or four of us. I'm going to just come up with a workout for everybody to do. I'm not concerned about this player's goals or this player's goals or what they're trying to do. This is just a good workout for us to do for the day. Um, so with that, there is a false sense of improvement. Our ultimate goal with the player is to practice with them so they can perform well in competition. So if they're improving in your practice, but they're not improving in competition, then that is a false sense of improvement. Are they really improving? Are they improving to where their skills are excelling in competition? Are they improving the skills or are they just mastering drills? That's a question that a coach would have to ask. That's a, that's a question that a parent would have to ask, the player would have to ask, and if they're not, then there has to be some type of change. I'm not saying that you got to fire your trainer. I'm not saying that the trainer don't know what they're doing. But you have to know what you're looking at. So that goes into my point of knowing what you're looking at. So if I'm going to take my daughter, if for some reason I couldn't train anymore, and I had to take my daughter to somebody else to train, I'm sitting down. I'm still in my sound, sound mind, and I can sit down and look and watch them. You know, I say, okay. This person here, they're just giving everybody a good workout. They ain't really teaching anything. As a parent, I got to decide, do I need a good workout for my kid or do I need them to learn the game? You know what? She's 10. She needs to learn the game. I might come back to this later. Okay? Or I might say, okay, we're going to spend two days with this guy that's going to really teach you the game, and we're going to come over here one day a week to where you just get a good workout in. And there's nothing wrong with that. All right, so let's move on. The second type of training session or, or skill session um, is a shooting session. It's a shooting session. Um, I interviewed, um, uh, I interviewed a, and I can't remember his name right now. I'm sorry, I just went blank. But I had an interview a few weeks ago, uh, about a little over a month ago. Um, with a trainer, we were talking about shooting sessions and how sometimes as a coach, you just, you're going to be just a maintenance guy, right? And we're just going to get up a high volume number of reps and I'm going to pass it to you. I'm not going to talk to you a whole lot. And I'm just going to rebound. I'm going to be a glorified 
rebound guy. And that's perfectly fine. Everything has to go with what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but with your shooting sessions, they can be intense. They can be fast-paced. But they also can be low-intensity. Uh, Coach Love, Dave Love, I had who I had on my show um, a couple years back, he talked about how you know, you could come to one of his shooting sessions that he worked with you with, and you can walk right off the court and put a tuxedo on and be in somebody's wedding. And his point in saying that was, I'm not going to, it's not one of those sessions where I'm going to try to make you sweat. You know, in the beginning, you may not do a whole lot of sweating because he's trying to isolate certain skills. He's trying to teach you how to shoot the ball the correct way. So you're going to go through a lot of slow, methodical movements in order to mimic the way or mimic the shot that he wants you to shoot. So the the shooting sessions can be low intensity with, with focus on skill isolation, right? Or it could be a high volume of reps. I do this sometimes. Sometimes I get a player in the gym and say, hey, we just need to get up a bunch of shots. And they'll do spot shooting, standing in the corner. And we might do so many makes. We might do for a certain amount of time. Or we might just, you know, uh, go for a certain number of reps. Or we might just go until I feel like they're shooting the ball the way I want them to shoot it. So it just depends. So you can get a high volume of reps. Um, Also in the shooting session, you get shots off of different movements. Okay, we had different movement concepts. That could be sprinting towards the goal. You can fade. You can flare. You can curl. You can lift. You can drift. You can backpedal. Or you can do any other combination. So you can backpedal and then, you know, uh, shuffle or or slide or, you know, drift towards the corner. You might backpedal, drift, and then lift. You might uh, backpedal and then run towards the basket. It's just a number of different things that you can do with your different movement concepts. Um, and when shooting sessions, also you have different shot types. You can spot up. You can come off cuts. You can go off screens. You can go off the dribble. You can go in transition. You can go on the move or off of penetration. And and if you do this, and some of these overlap. So, for instance, um, you might say, okay, well, we're going to work on shooting off penetration. Well, when there's penetration, if you're off the ball, there's really four things that you can do. You can stay, you can drift, you can lift, or you can cut. And typically that cut is a is a backdoor cut. That's what I'm talking about. So if there's penetration, baseline on the opposite side of the floor, if I'm in the if I'm on the wing and that corner is vacant, then I'm gonna drift to the corner. Right? That shot type off of penetration is also mimicking the different movement concepts, right? So let's say I drift to the corner, but the pass is made to the top. Now I might cut or sprint, right? I might sprint to the wing. I might sprint to the three-point line behind, you know, at the wing, or I might go to the elbow, or depending on what's happening, I might cut to the basket for a layup. So those are the different different things. Um, but that's also game simulation, okay? That's game simulation. How am I reacting off of penetration? 
Some other examples of that could be relocation off a post feed. You know, I pass to the post. I act like I'm setting the screen or I pass to the post and I cut, get the ball back for a shot. Um, so, you know, I can actually have the ball and drive and kick and then exit cut, catch and then shoot it. So with your shooting sessions, it's a number of different things. Like I say, it could be intense. It could be fast paced. It could be low intensity with skill isolation. You can get a high volume of reps. You can get shots off different movement concepts. There are different shot types that you can focus on. And in these sessions, they can be competitive. Competitive with um, the clock. You can try to beat the clock. Uh, you can try to beat the drill. You can set a record, beat your record, or you can do individual and group competition. So let me go through these real quick. So we're talking about beating the clock. How, how could you beat the clock? Well, you might have 30 seconds to make, you know, depending on the kid's uh, skill level, you might give them 30 seconds to make three shots from certain spots. Um, you might give a player two minutes or a really good high school or college shooter. You can give them two minutes. They got to make two shots in a row from five spots all the way around, and then back around. That's a very difficult drill to do. You have to really be a good shooter to be able to do that. Um, you know, but you also got to beat the drill. The drill could be, in order to beat this drill, you got to make, you know, seven out of 10. You got to make three in a row, two in a row. I need, um, two in a row three different times or two in a row from three different spots under a certain time period, you know. Um, set a record, beat a record. You might want to see how many shots a player can make in a row before they miss two in a row, right? You set a record, your record may be 75. I can make 75 shots before I miss two in a row. That's your record. You might come back a week later, try it again, you might beat that record. So set a record, beat your record. Um, individual group competition. It's pretty, uh, pretty self-explanatory. You know, you can have two players. Um, a player could, can shoot a certain shot for a certain amount of time, get a record, and then the other player comes behind them, do the same drill, and see if they can beat their time or their makes or whatever that you guys set for them. So um, that, that's a shooting session. So, so now when you go into a gym with your kid and you're watching them with their trainer or their coach, you can look at it and tell, okay, this is a workout. So this is what I'm expecting for them to receive. This is a shooting session. This is what I'm expecting them to receive. And then me, my preference is a development session, okay? A development session. This is where you do a lot of teaching and instruction. This is where I lay my hat. This is where I really put my energy into. I, I just love teaching the game. I love breaking it down. And you know, a lot of players, no, I'm sorry, not players, but a lot of coaches, you know, have dreams of coaching in the NBA, you know, coaching at the division one level. And that sounds great, you know. If I was given that opportunity, would I take it? I, I, 
I probably would. I would really consider it. But I tell you this, though. For as long as I have been uh, doing skill development, majority of the kids that I train with are elementary through ninth grade. When they get about 10th grade in the city where I'm at, in the town I'm in, the state that I'm in, they kind of start drifting off, especially... And, and I think part of that reason is because the kid, the, the writing is on the wall. They kind of see, okay, well, I'm probably not going to play in college. Do I still need to do training? I'm only going to play for two more years and be done. Mm, you know, but then some still hold on to the dream and they'll work with me all the way up through through high school because they still want the opportunity to play beyond, uh, beyond high school. Um so, 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 yeah, I just, I, I enjoy it. And I think by having that much time and having to work with these kids, because the majority of the kids I work with are not elite level athletes. They're not going to go D1. But what that's done is what my skill set is that's really forced me to be able to teach the game. So when I do work with a college player or a high-level athlete that's trying to play professional, to me, the teaching part becomes easier because I can already break something down to where they can understand it. So I break it down. I can break it down to where a fourth grader or a third grader can understand it. And so now when I'm working with a college player or or high-level, high-IQ, high-school player, or even a player that's playing professional, they they get it. They get it right away. They understand it. And so um, coaching the youth level has been, it's been great. You know, it really keeps you on your toes because y'all don't understand teaching until you you have to teach the kid that's in seventh grade. They just all of a sudden decide they want to play because they grew, went through a growth spurt, and now they're 6'2", six, 6'3", six, um, never played basketball before. They have no coordination. They uh, can't mimic uh, a basketball movement pattern to save their life. And you have to break this thing down to where not only they can understand it, but to where they can mimic what you do, understand what you do, know why you do what you do. And I'm talking about the skill. And then be able to go behind you and, uh, and do it. And as a coach, you have to be patient through that because you know it's going to take some time. So, but anyway, that's why I enjoy it because it really, it really um, forces me to teach the game uh, and not just just be like, oh, okay, well, this is a high-level elite athlete. I don't have to be so detailed because they pick it up so easy. So, so it depends on how you look at it, but that's how I look at it. Um, a development session also has a lot of feedback, and the feedback can come in one of three ways. It can come verbally through a coach or trainer. It can come through a video. Uh, you can record the sessions, break it down, show it to them, or, or it can come through stats, right? I, I tell players to do this. I used to do this in college. Get you a notebook. Keep up with your shots, your makes. You know, you might... Say, okay, today I'm going to make 200 shots. And then 
you'll know how many you're going to make from each spot for each drill. And then all you got to do is, you know, then you can write down how many it, how many shots it took for you to make that number. So if you're going to make 10 and it took you 15 shots, then you'll write 10 out of 15. So over time, you start getting these numbers, these analytics. Um, how many did I make off the dribble? How many do I make spotting up? How many can I make? What's my percentage in the corner? What's my percentage, you know, on the wing? You know, uh, what's my shooting percentage off the dribble versus my shooting uh, shooting percentage off the catch? You know, and you can even break it down more if you got the time on your spot up, stand still versus your on the move versus your off the dribble. How am I going right versus going left? Right? You know, how am I, how do I shoot off of a crossover versus a behind the back versus a between the legs? Now, you can do that, but it takes a lot of time to do that. But you kind of get my point. Uh, development sessions, uh, they follow a plan. They help the player reach a goal. So, you know where you are. You're a JV player. Uh, you're trying to get to that varsity level maybe even start at the varsity level. So you know you're a JV player. You're trying to start on varsity. What is it going to take for you to get to that level? Now, some players would just think, I got to go out there and score more. No, that's when you have to talk to your coach, get feedback from them. What do you do well? What do you don't do well? You know, how do you fit in the role uh, on the varsity team? What is it the coach expects of you? And you take that information and that will help you put together your plan. Hey, you got to get stronger with your weekend, or you got to get physically stronger. You know, you play too soft. Um, you know, you got to become a lockdown defender. And what I want you to be able to do next year is be able to make spot-up shots, not turn the ball over, and play good on-ball defense. So if my coach told me that, I would spend a lot of time on my shooting. I would ask them more specific questions about my shooting. I said, okay, you want me to make more spot-up shots? Is there anything with my mechanics that you feel like I need to improve? If they say, yeah, you know, you, you know, your elbow flies out a little bit. John, why don't you work this summer on trying to get your elbow in some? But um, master the, seven, the 15 to 17-foot shot. You know, really spend a lot of time on that in May and June, and then in July, really start focusing on the threes. So now they kind of help you with your plan, and then you can go out and work on that, okay? Um, a development session also, you know, is a specific has a specific plan for every training session. Every training session. And then that goes with their bigger goal or milestone or destination that you're trying to reach. So it's none of this. Uh, let me see what we're going to do now. No, nah, it ain't none of that. Now, that doesn't mean you got to write down every intricate detail of what you're going to do. But you have a plan and an understanding of what you're going to do with this particular player on this particular day, okay? All right, that is 
it. I am done. Um, the three different types of of training training sessions. We got a workout, we got shooting, and we got development. And again, I want y'all to understand this. All three of them, they actually can work together. You can be a player that has a shooting coach that you go to, you know, um, maybe you go to them two to three times a month. But then you have this this one guy, he does really good in a group setting. And he has all these kids together and you're running through your stations and you're being real intense. You get a good workout in. Y'all might even scrimmage some at the end. And you feel like you get some work in. You feel like you get some work in. And then you have your development session guy or girl. But you have your development coach that really breaks things down. They show you how to play the game. They might film the sessions. They break down those sessions and show you clips and uh, put together a plan and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And and a really good skill development coach or trainer will implement what you're doing in the, in the other session. So what I mean is in their plan, they'll say, okay, you go to the shooting guru. We'll call him the shooting guru. You go to the shooting guru, what, every other week? Like, yeah, I usually go to him two or three times. Okay, so this is how we're going to implement that into your plan. So you go to the, uh, to the, to the workout guy once a week. Yeah, I go to him once a week. All right, so we're going to implement that into the plan. So now every you're showing that player how everything can work together instead of working against each other. Because what you don't want is for it to seem like as if you're trying to make the parent choose. So you just have to know your place, know where you are, and uh, don't try to get in other people's way. Stay out of your own way, and then just just build it from there. All right. I had to give me some drink. I'm sorry. All right. So, um... Let's wrap this thing up here. My contact information. Um, y'all can go to my website, uh, tjonesfirm.com, T-J-O-N-E-S, firm, F-I-R-M.com to get more information about me and my and my company um, and some of the things that I do. Uh, if you need to contact me about anything, anything at all, I try to message you back or email you back within like 48 48 hours, 24 to 48 hours. But if for some reason, if I don't, uh, be patient with me. But my in, my email is info at tjonesfirm.com. That's info, I-N-F-O at tjonesfirm.com. Y'all be sure to reach out to me. Let me know if you have any questions, if you want to talk skill development. Um, I'm always willing, willing to do that. On social media, I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse. Well, I'm on Clubhouse. I got a Clubhouse account. But I ain't been on there in a good month. Um, but my handle is at NBNBball. That's at NBNBball. So if you're on there, you know, you know, let me know. Hit me up. Uh, you follow me, I more than likely will follow you back. Um, as long as you're active now. If you got an account since 2014 and you ain't posted in, in seven years, I'm not going to follow you. <laughs> I'm not going to follow you. Um, 
Also, on May 19th at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, I will be doing a presentation for the Virtual Coaches Clinic. And for those of you that may not know what Virtual Coaches Clinic is, it is a free online coaching clinic. Um, they do have a nonprofit that they are donating some funds to, and I think you can sign up to donate, I think, 40 to 50 bucks. Um and basically what that does is that gives you access to all the videos, I think through the month of June or somewhere around in there. Um, but if you do it, if you sign up on the free version, then once someone speaks, you have four days to go back and watch the replay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's on May 19th at 11 a.m. The website is Summit dot coachesclinic.com that's summit s-u-m-m-i-t dot coachesclinic c-o-a-c-h-e-s-c-l-i-n-i-c dot com search my name tj jones and uh you know my information will pop up on the page and there's a link on there that says uh schedule this talk or something like that i can't remember what it said uh, but it would it would allow you to register um, for my presentation. Also, um, consulting packages for players and coaches. So if you're a player and you're interested in having film breakdown, and when I say film breakdown, I'm talking about you as an individual player, helping you get better, uh, areas of your game that you can improve, and even some information on what you can do outside of the uh, the team on your own. But we got film breakdown. I can give you a skill development plan. We can schedule Zoom calls. We can do a game evaluation. Um, the film breakdown, typically what I do is I find some clips. I do some voiceover. I send it back to you. If you want a game evaluation, I watch the game. Uh, I give you notes on your offense. I try to take some stats, but I give you off some information on your offense, on your defense. Uh, and then there's a few clips, uh, play diagrams that I draw up and talk about different plays that maybe you did well or didn't do so well. Um, if you're a coach, I can put together a customized skill development plan for your team, a skill development workshop, or a Zoom call on skill development. Now, the customized skill development plan for your team, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I've got some really, really, really good feedback on some that, that, I've, that I've done. And uh, I've been talking with some coaches about possibly doing some more over the course of the spring and into the summer. So um, there's something you may want to look at. Um, if you want to kind of see what, this, what that looks like, uh, email me. Shoot me an email, and we can set up a little Zoom call, and I can show it to you and explain it to you. Um, so that's it. Uh, just the last thing. Just, again, I appreciate everybody. I just I want y'all to share, let your inner circle know, or your circle of influence. Let them know about the show. Share it with them. Uh, or, you know, just tag me. You can share it and tag me, uh, and I'll give you... Big thumbs up. I appreciate it. 
Well, that is it. I appreciate it. Again, I appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time, thank God. God bless.